Welcome. Welcome to another episode of I Quit My Job. I'm Slowly Plus One. And in tonight's episode, we got Ivy, Ivy Prosper. So Ivy, welcome. Uh, thank you so much for showing up and uh, explain who you are and what you're doing now. I'm excited to be on the podcast today. Oh, nice. My name is Ivy Prosper. And yes, that's my real name. I get people asking me if that's my real name. That is on my birth certificate. So it's like I've been blessed to have this surname of Prosper. So I have to, I have to follow what my name says. So we uh, know each other from university and I was studying fashion design yeah, at the yeah, time. That's so right, that's right. I studied fashion design and got my degree in fashion and, and worked in the fashion industry. What I'm doing now is I am the social media manager for Ghana Tourism Authority's uh, major campaigns, Beyond the Return and Year of Return. So Year of Return was in 2019, and then now it's Beyond the Return, a decade, <clears throat> excuse me, a decade of African Renaissance. So it's all about promoting Africa um, as a place for the global African diaspora, people of African descent, to come to Ghana and experience the culture, the music, the food, um, and also possibly invest and give back to the communities and just look at it as a place that you can visit, but you can also come and live if you choose to do so. So the last few years have been a really amazing experience as I've been doing that. I also do some freelance documentary film production. So I've done some productions. I've worked on a production with uh, CNN when um, uh, Christian Amanpour came to Ghana and did her series Sex and Love Around the World. I was part of the team on the Accra episode. Um, I was the producer uh, on the ground for Ghana's, for the um, Chance the Rapper and Vic Mensa's documentary on the Black Star Line Festival that they did earlier this year as well. So I have quite a bit of experience uh, doing documentaries and it's been really, really fun mm -hmm. doing that in Ghana as well as doing what I do with social media. And wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. And so now you're on I Quit My Job podcast and, uh, you know, it's all about changing that career. Let's jump into it. Let's uh, get some inspiration going. So why don't you share with us your I quit my job moment that got you into what you're doing now? You know, it is not a straight, simple line for me. There's been so many different things. But the start of it was when my dad was in the hospital. And when my dad was sick um, with cancer and he knew he was dying, he had a lot of conversations about how he realized there were things he didn't do in life, things that he wished he would have done and never did, and now he knows he's not gonna get the opportunity to do so. But he would like be like, you don't have kids, you're not married, you know, this is a good time for you to just do something that you haven't done. Oh, wow. And so it got me really thinking, you know, and when he passed away, at the time I was working in the fashion industry, and in the back of my mind, I always thought about media, you know, mm. TV, media, film, um, especially because in, in the university days, I was doing modeling. And in the modeling, they would send us on auditions for film and TV stuff. And I did a lot of background roles. I didn't have like speaking parts, but a lot of background roles in, in movies and stuff. And I was always fascinated by right. the sets right. and seeing right. how things were done. And when my dad passed away, it was about six months later that I quit my job. Like I, I made that decision that I'm gonna quit. I'm, wow. I'm, I was afraid. But I made that bold decision that the only way I was going to be able to transition into what I wanted to try mm -hmm. was to quit my job. So I quit. I went in, gave my notice, 
and decided to go back to school to study radio and television broadcasting. In that journey of saying, I quit my job, how did that transcend? Was it like contemplating a couple days, months? Should I do this? Like, how, explain that. How, how did that go about? You know, I was contemplating. I was because at the time I was 34. And when you're 34 years old, you don't think I'm going to just make a huge shift, you know, especially the generation we came from. Right, you know, right. I feel like now the, the Gen Z generation is a different generation where they would just quit anyway, regardless. But I feel like now, I mean, our generation, Generation X, we had parents who taught us get a good job stay at the job, make good money, get your pension, retire. I did think a lot about if I should stay at the job because I was like, it was paying pretty good, mm -hmm. you know, I had pretty good benefits and it was in fashion, which is right. what I wanted to be doing, okay, okay, you know? Okay. So I wrote my resignation and then gave it to my boss and they were surprised. And then um, they were like, they were surprised, but they said they felt that I had something greater within me to do something else. So after I did, I was just like, oh, my goodness, what did I just do? Like, oh, my God, what did I just do? Uh -huh. I just quit my job. Wow. Like, where's wow. the money going to come from? Right, you know, right. and especially because I was going to be going back to school. So now you in Toronto or Canada at this point? I, I went to Detroit. Oh, Detroit. Wow. You're <laughs> traveling. Oh, my goodness. I did it in Detroit. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I went to a school at the time. They were called Specs Howard School of broadcast art. I chose them because I had heard that they had a high rate, a success rate of when you graduate to get a job. Right. And that's the whole thing. I was like, I want to graduate and get a job. And I got an internship. Mm -hmm. And the internship was one of the best experiences ever. Yeah. So before the internship and you quit your job, like what was that feeling like, damn, I don't have a job anymore. There's no money coming. Like explain that first day once you kind of realize like I'm not working. What was that all about? I had uh, fear, a lot of fear in me because this life that we live of having bills, you know, your debt, loans, credit cards, all that stuff. And you're just like, I'm like, oh, my goodness, there's yeah, there's no money coming in. Mm -hmm. So how, how did that go? Like, how did like you're entering the unknown? How did how did how did you handle that? Were you prepared? Was it like life lessons? Because you did mention some life lessons from your father. Yes. That was that was pretty supportive, mm -hmm. you know, to say, hey, go live your life now. Mm -hmm. Like, don't, you know, look at his own condition and mm -hmm. say, go live your life. So was there any other, like, experience, like, that made you, like, say, hey, I'm going to be okay? I think it's that I thought to myself that I've gone through a lot of um, hard times that I've gotten through. So I had to remind myself that in life, sometimes when you're in the moment, you think it's the worst. You think right. you're never going to get out of it. But we always end up on the other side. Right, right, And right. so what I had to remind myself was, I'll end up on the other side. Mm -hmm. And what I did to encourage myself was, I actually had conversations with people who work in the industry. And then I have friends who worked in media as well. I had friends like um, uh, Jennifer Holland, who worked with Much Music, um, Nam Kiwanuka, right, who was right. also with Much Music. Right. And I talked to, you know, I talked to them about their experiences and stuff. And, and just learned a bit about that it is going to be tough because it's mm. not an easy industry and to be ready um, for the fight. And I always thought to myself, you know what? I think I'm good. Mm -hmm. I think I have the capability of doing this. Right. And even if it's going to be a struggle for a couple of years, mm -hmm. I think I know that I'll make it to the other side. Right, that's, right. How, that's how I felt in the moment. 
so I just really had to have the faith that I have mm. the ca capability to do what's needed to um, to learn and to grow and to become what I thought I could be. So what are some of the lived experience or turning points that you could look at now and say, those were the lessons that got me through? When I was in that program, I never second-guessed myself. I, I Throughout that program, I thought, I know what I'm doing. I think I'm the best in this class. <laughs> I think I'm doing the greatest. I really, I really, really thought that. Um, and I also think a lesson for anyone who's thinking about uh, going back to school, because uh, first of all, I don't think you have to go back to school to become successful at something. That's the first thing I want to say. Going back to school can help in certain ways, depending on what it is you want to do, because not all careers, I think, need school. Because you left Detroit. And then, so what I know now, you're in Ghana. Yes. So how did that kind yeah. of like... So that's why I said that it's not a straight line. Right. Me. So when I was uh, in, in Detroit and doing my internship, it was an amazing experience, first of all. I mm -hmm. did my internship at uh, WDIV Local 4, which is the NBC affiliate oh, in, wow. in Detroit. It was amazing. Um, I wanted to get hired mm -hmm. and... Then I was I had a meeting in the legal department, and then they told me that as much as they want to hire me, they hire Canadians all the time. The timing was bad because it was when the economy was crashing. I graduated from the program. I was like one of the top people in the class. This is where the struggle came. I was going to interview after interview after interview, mm. sending my resumes out, going to auditions, all that stuff, and nothing was happening. But I got a couple of freelance gigs. I did some freelance stuff in Detroit. And then I was struggling to find work and I couldn't find work. And I was, and I was starting to get depressed. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, okay. I thought I'm good at this, but mm -hmm. nobody wants to hire me. Right, right. When I had left that job at the agency, I was really going through that tough, tough time of my mind just, mm -hmm. just doing like a, can I swear? I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, swear. I'm like could, doing like can. a mind fuck. Like, right, 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 like right. what's wrong? What's I'm wrong? good right, and I'm right. not getting called in. I'm right, good and I'm right. not getting called in. Mm -hmm. I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I was feeling so down and so like, oh. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, oh, why don't you go to Ghana and just clear your head? Oh, nice. Like it was supposed to be just go That's clear your cool head. That's pretty cool that your parents are, are very supportive in the way that they um they spoke to you and they kind of gave yeah, you that. Well, well, you know, I mean, based on how you're saying it to me, right. it sounds very positive. Right, in that, in that right. Sense. I had some po like my, my, I had some positive moments. So, um, so I went to Ghana. That was wow. 2011. Wow. And when I went, um, within a couple of weeks, I was doing a freelance, I was doing a, um, a, a gig with um, a red carpet TV is what it was called. Mm -hmm. So you're in Ghana. Let's go to Ghana. So you're in Ghana. How is that like? And that adjustment from like the big city of Toronto, Detroit, uh -huh. and then now you're in Ghana. Well, the adjustments, it's like, um, it's still a developing country. Yeah. So you still have to um, understand that there's going to be challenges, like right. basic things like uh, sometimes the roads are really bad in some areas. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's electricity issues, stability mm -hmm. of tr electricity. Oh, so really? Yeah. So, so it can be stable, but then all of a sudden it's not stable. Right, so it's right. like it'll be off. They call it Doomsaw. That's the mm -hmm. nickname for the lights mm -hmm. going on and off. And Doomsaw is actually from the local language. Doom means off and saw means on. So Doomsaw. Okay. Um, Learn things here every day. I love it. 